Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all Feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hey now all, I'm Joey C. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me, as always, is the spirit doctor, Kelly Sparta. Hey, Kelly. Hey, Joey. How's it going? It's going well, aside from the insane energies coming in through the ethers right now. Holy smokes, BT dubs. <laughs> I've been sending out email after email after email about all the stuff that's going on right now energetically in the world and just the massive influx of energy and what to do with it and stuff like that. So it's been crazy. It's been insane. Yeah. Between Mercury being hardcore, like fucking violently retrograde <laughs> and the full moon. No, it was a super full moon, right? right? And Uranus transiting back into Taurus again after having been retrograde for most of the, the end of last year and the beginning of this year. I was like, holy shit, man. Yeah. And there's like this massive download of energies coming in and solar storms coming through and there's this massive download and people are not sleeping or they're sleeping, but they're not waking rested. And there's like all kinds of bullshit going on right now, man. It's just insane. And there's people everywhere who are feeling this, whether they're awake and aware of it or not. It's just oh, yeah. hitting everyone right now. Big time. I made some videos. <laughs> if you missed them, just go to my YouTube channel. <laughs> there. You can watch the videos on it. We're not going to talk about it in the podcast because, you know, we like to keep podcasts sort of evergreen. If you're getting this in a timely fashion and it's right now for you, then, you know, go check out the videos on YouTube and <laughs> the messages on my Facebook page and you'll get some more insights into what's going on and what to do about it. But it's just like, holy shit. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I just sent out a cautionary tale one this morning. Well, speaking of cautionary tales, Yes. 
Why don't we talk about that today? Yeah, we're totally talking about <laughs> cautionary tales today, man. Energetic fucking don'ts. <laughs> don't fucking do it. It's a bad idea. Now, yeah. contrary to what some people might think, this show is not all about energetic don'ts, but there are some big ones that there we are. want to focus on today. Interestingly, you know, we get ideas for episodes from a variety of places. You know, sometimes people write in and ask, and sometimes shit just smacks me in the face. <laughs> so this particular one, came through there was a another person sort of teaching spiritual stuff like mm-hmm. I do and she sends me this message saying I feel like I'm being stalked on the energetic and would you clear me it was really odd to receive this first off from somebody I don't know right and secondly you know she wasn't asking me for a session or something. She was just expecting me to do it for her just because. I don't know where the request came from. I don't know why she made it to me. But when I was reading it, what was evident to me was that she was sending out this request to everyone on her mailing list. So copy and paste. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't (laughs) specific to me, right? right? It was just, she was saying, I think this is happening to me. Can you clear me? But Here's the problem with that. And I want to caution you guys because, you know, even if you don't have a mailing list to send this out to, if you do something like this in a Facebook group or something like that, where a whole bunch of people can say, Ooh, I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. Something like a healing is kind of like, eh, okay, maybe you can do that because, you know, group prayer and all. But something that's like, I want you to peel this thing off of me that's stalking me. Right. That is some very specific magic you're asking for there. When you ask a whole bunch of different practitioners from different backgrounds to do something like that, they are going to do very different things. Mm -hmm. And they're going to come at it from very different angles. And their magic may interact in ways that are bad for you, that, you know, one piece of magic may overlap with another piece of magic and actually trap you someplace because you didn't specify who was doing the work and wires crossed in the ethers. Right. And so, you know, she's sitting here putting this out and I'm like, Oh my God, for one, that's hard work that you're asking for. And I'm not doing that without getting paid. (laughs) You know, there's got to be a karmic exchange for that because if something's stalking you and you're asking me to get rid of it, it may turn around and start stalking me. And that would be a big pain in my ass. Right. And so, you know, I'm not sure I really want to get involved in this. If I decided to do it, you're definitely paying me for that service (laughs) because holy shit, that's a lot of work. But for two, holy shit, I'm not getting involved in this because Who knows how many people she asked this of and who knows how much randomness is happening on the astral that could bounce back at me as the practitioner trying to help. Which could make her situation far worse than it already was. Or could make my situation far worse than it already was. Absolutely. (laughs) But, you know, yes, it it could make it worse for her, but it could definitely make it worse for me because right now I have no problem. (laughs) (laughs) This is my fair warning to you that if you're going to ask for help, Unless it is just for like basic healing sort of stuff, because healing people generally do sort of the same stuff. Yeah. They're just like, I'm going to see you as whole and well. I'm going to take whatever it is that's a problem away. You know, it's all sort of generally the same. Mm-hmm. 
But when you're dealing with anything other than that, ghosts and curses or any of that crap, by the way, if anyone tells you that you're cursed and then asks you for money to take the curse off of you, do not pay that person because that is a standard way that people scam people in this business. Okay. It's not to say that you may not be cursed, but my policy is if someone tells me I'm cursed, I will go pay someone else to get rid of the curse. Yeah. Especially if they told me without me asking. Right. And even if I did, you know, if I went in for a regular reading and somebody says you're cursed, then, you know, you go, really? Okay, that's interesting. I I have someone I want to take care of that for me. I'm all good. Thank you. And, you know, go ask somebody else if they see it too, you know, ask them to remove it sort Mm -hmm. of thing. My policy on curses is you better get a second opinion. If you are cursed, which does happen, you know, or if you've got something specific going on that isn't just general healing, do not put it out to the general community. Pick one person and ask them to do the work and compensate them for it because it is complicated work and it is highly skilled work and it is work that can sometimes have consequences for the practitioner who's doing the work. Yeah, There's a reason why it costs what it does because it it comes with potential consequences that could be far reaching past the point of the actual work itself. Right. But don't put this stuff out to the general populace because who the hell knows who you've got mucking around in your field now because you've just given permission. Right. To everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you do that? No, don't do that. Okay. So that's one energetic don't. (laughs) Ah! Before we move on from that one, I want to ask you a question with regards to this, because you see people do this all the time, and and often they'll just ask for, you know, whether it's thoughts and prayers or whatever, but is there a way, so with regards to the don't here, is there a do, is there a way to put out there that you're looking for assistance, or is it just hire somebody to do it? As I said, if it's it's thoughts and prayers, if it's Mm semi-healing, those are fine. Yep. Generally, those are fine. But if you're but removing an attachment, you want to go to somebody and an be attachment, focused. You want somebody who knows what the hell they're doing. Right. This level of work is highly skilled. It is not something to be undertaken lightly. You have to be able to stand up and be the biggest bad in the room. Yeah. And you got to be able to hold your space and and know how to defend yourself from multiple levels of attack. Okay. Because that could be coming at your face if you go into something like that. Okay, cool. All right. Okay. So we've got the do that went along with that first don't. And you've got another yeah. don't coming at us right here. Yeah. Well, it's more of a cautionary, cautionary tale. tale. Yeah. I think that we learn best from other people's screw ups. Right. I haven't told the my butt story, have I? I don't remember the my butt story. Okay. <laughs> I think I would, would remember, remember that one. Yeah. I didn't think so because it, it's, it's a little further along in the process. But okay. So- 20 years ago, when I was young and stupid, I used to live across the street from a Revolutionary War massacre site. Mm -hmm. And my house actually was the home of a soldier from that battle. I had the ghost living in my house. So my magical circle and I got together at my house and we held a Yule ritual at my home, which for those of you who don't know, Yule is the darkest night of the year, the longest night of the year. So it is the night when the darkness is biggest. And then we thought, wouldn't it be fun? Let's go play in the fort across the street. So we went to Fort Griswold, which was the place where this was. And 
we decided to go play in Fort Griswold. <laughs> yeah, let's take magical people and go play in a Revolutionary War massacre site on the darkest day of the year at midnight. There's a good idea. <laughs> so let's just start with that stupidity, okay? And Fort Griswold has this entry from the side that was the secret entrance that people could get in and out of the fort. It's a little tunnel into the side and it curves as you go through it. So no light would be seen through the tunnel from the outside and that sort of thing. Right. It's actually quite ingenious, but I was like, Ooh, I know about this tunnel. Let's go to the tunnel. And they're like, okay, let's go to the tunnel. <laughs> and so Ken is in front. Now, if you hear me talk about my shaman, this is Ken. So Ken's in front. Followed by Trey, followed by me, followed by Jay, followed by Bill. That's the five of us. And pitch black. I don't remember if it was overcast or if there was no moon, but it was pitch black. And so we are literally feeling our way through this tunnel. And Ken, being 23 years old, <laughs> decides... I'm going to open a doorway. This will be fun. Now we are holding on to each other and Ken just puts a protection around all of us as he opens this gateway that he doesn't tell us he's opening, mind you. It's all in his head. (laughs) Decision (laughs) made. Cluster fucks abound here. Okay. (laughs) So he doesn't tell us he's doing this and he puts a protection around all of us based on our being in physical contact with each other. And Bill stumbles. Yeah, And Jay lets go to turn around and grab Bill. And so now the two of them are disconnected from the protection. No more physical contact. (laughs) As we walk into the realm of the Dark Elves. Yay. (laughs) So we come out the other side. Ken does not know that this happened because he didn't tell us that he was doing this. So nobody thought it was relevant to tell him that we had not had (laughs) contact. So we're now inside the fort. And Bill and Jay have been inhabited by dark elves. Oh. And Bill, former military, is looking at the flag and saying that he needs to cross over all of the people who are still stuck at the Revolutionary War massacre site, which seems like a reasonable thing to say. Right. right? By the way, this particular ritual was the foundation for the one-person veto rule that was to come later. (laughs) (laughs) It said, if one person says it's a bad idea, we don't do it. This ritual was the reason for that. (laughs) Bill thought it was a good idea. And Jay, of course, is right on board with it because she's a dark elf too right now. And Ken's like, yeah, why not? And Trey's like, I think this is a bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, we can do it. I know it's a lot of people, but we got this, right? Because I'm all out of my ego at the time, right? (laughs) Oh, warrior woman, I can do this. (laughs) Trey's like, no, no, no. I really think this is a bad idea. (laughs) And what's interesting is that Bill starts to open this gateway. Now, he says that he's looking at the flag, but he's not actually facing the flag. Mm -hmm. He's facing a a section to the left of the tunnel that we just came out of. Mm -hmm. And he goes to open the gateway, presumably to cross these people over, quote unquote. Right. right? But instead, he tears a rift in the space-time continuum to the Dark Elf realm And dark elves and trolls come barreling out into our reality. Holy crap. Yes. And I'm sitting there going, oh my God, what the fuck did you just do? (laughs) And Ken's like, 
what the fuck did you just do? And Bill's like, I'm crossing them over. He was fully in belief that he was doing what he said he was doing. Right. He had no. Didn't realize what was happening. That he had done anything different. Yeah. And Jay was like, yeah, that's what he's doing. (laughs) (laughs) We're like, "Ah, we're being overrun. (laughs) And these things just start flying out into the city. Ken and I are like, wham, and we slam the thing shut and we shackle it shut as much as we can in the moment. We don't want to permanently seal it because we want to get these things Get them back. back, yeah. Right? But we're like, nothing more is coming through. Whack, 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 whack. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah! You know, panic, right? And Trey's going, oh my God, we're going to die. Right? It's just- <laughs> Happy Yule, everyone. <laughs> yeah. And now it's like, 1 30 in the morning and my friends live an hour and a half away and they say okay we're gonna go home <laughs> we cleared bill and jay figured out what happened and now it's 1 30 in the morning and they're going home i'm like what do you mean you're going home we have to fix this we have to fix this now and they're like we're too tired and the damn things are hanging off of my walls on the outside of my wards they're like looking in the window right <laughs> trying to get into my house and i'm like but i fucking live here <laughs> <laughs> I fucking live here. You cannot go home. They're like, no, we're too tired. We're going home. <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, okay, but you're coming back, right? <laughs> because we got to fix this. So I can't fix this by myself. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we'll be back. And so, you know, a week later, oh. <laughs> they agreed to come back down because it was, a, I think it was a Sunday night yeah. or something. Yeah. Right? So we formulate this plan and the whole week in between the damn dark elves were trying to get through my wards and I was like scraping them off of me the whole time because they know that I know that they're there. Right. And if they can get rid of me, then they don't have a problem. They can go just rip that thing open again. Now, every day I'm at that thing reinforcing it. And so, you know, I'm like, fuck, right? So the next weekend they come back and we formulate this plan and we're like, okay, well, they know we're dumbasses. <laughs> because we were dumbasses, right? Let's use that to our advantage. <laughs> we're gonna, exactly. Exactly. We're going to use that to our advantage. And so we decided to go play in Fort Griswold again. We did not walk through the tunnel this time. We didn't trust Ken anymore. (laughs) No, 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 we're not doing this again. But we walked in and we, we created this song that we used to keep our minds busy so mm-hmm. that they couldn't read our thoughts and know what we were doing. Yep. Now, Bill happens to be part troll. Okay. And so he speaks trollish and he can hold that negative energy and having seen combat and all that stuff, he has that ability to hold that stuff. Yep. And so he went and planted himself in the center of the fort and became the center of all darkness and geekiness and anger and upset and rah, 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 that these things love, right? Mm-hmm. And they were drawn to him because of that. The rest of us are going, my butt and your butt and everyone's butt is a special place. <laughs> we're literally doing that in the most keyless way possible all over the place but it was something for us to focus on my butt and your butt and everyone's butt is a special place right it's just <laughs> imagine four other people wandering around doing that while he's like amping up all those crap <laughs> and we're we're, we're <laughs> i've lost joey he's he's, he's losing it. 
Oh my so, goodness, this is awesome. So, you know, we're, we're dumbasses, right? <laughs> we're going to be dumbasses. So we're going to look like we are not the droids you're looking for. We are, we are not a problem, right? <laughs> like, you already know we're stupid. We're just going to reinforce that we're stupid. And we're going to be okay with that. So, but we are very quietly, well, very loudly, <laughs> my butt song, but <laughs> we are in, in places strategically uh, uh, around the edges. Yeah. When Bill realized that he had everything mm-hmm. back into the fort, he went now and we went <laughs> and we pulled the net that we had been weaving as we wandered through quote unquote randomly with our song. Yeah. We pulled that net shut, opened the rift and shoved them back through. Wow. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm still stuck on the butt thing. <laughs> and that's what makes it memorable, right? I don't know where we came up with that. I don't remember how it happened. It was twenty years ago. <laughs> that's remarkable. <laughs> But yeah, except for Trey, the rest of us all did something extraordinarily <laughs> stupid in the process. And we got what we deserved. Right. You know? <laughs> you know? Thankfully, we were responsible enough to clean up our mess. Yeah. And not leave it for, for everybody else. The magical house that we lived in did have some basic rules. Right. But out of that particular thing, you know, it was don't be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> good rule. Good rule. Yeah. yeah I think we all grasp the don't be stupid rule <laughs> um and uh and the one person veto rule was yeah. was instituted at that point because it was like you know what hmm. <laughs> if we're gonna trust everybody we gotta trust the veto too. Right, exactly <laughs> <You know? laughs> that is freaking awesome and if you don't drop a kelly sparta original my butt soundtrack i think that we're missing an opportunity for something amazing <laughs> <laughs> because really and also I think that's something you need to start using during your sound healings I'm just saying I'm just throwing it out there for you Kelly I I don't know I it, it could be a thing it could be a thing <laughs> somehow I do not think that would fit with the sound healing energy <laughs> you don't know till you try <laughs> oh, well, you know, I've done stranger things before yeah. so who knows? <laughs> okay so we have hit on a couple of very significant don'ts in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've given you some do's, and some of the do's in that last one was do listen to those around you who are saying, maybe this isn't such a good idea. And and I think the other do that came from that is do create songs about butts, because <laughs> no matter what, they're just a lot of fun. So. There we Don't go. open doorways that other people are going to walk through without telling them. Exactly. You know? yeah. <laughs> Don't set up protections based on physical connection when walking through spaces that are designed to trip you up. Wait, especially without telling the people that the without protection is in place. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good gravy. Okay. So you mentioned to me earlier that you might have received a question that you wanted to sort of talk about here. This might be a good place for us to transition into that. Yeah, I got a question from a listener. This is from Renee. And she said, I remember in a previous podcast where you talked about items such as crystals call you in a quote unquote, pick me fashion. Mm -hmm. I experienced that last night when a coworker brought back gifts from the Philippines. Is there any way to know if the pick me item is unsafe? 
That's a great and, question. Um, I thought that was a great question yeah. because I had a very long conversation with one of my students about the recently. And basically the, the answer to the question is if you feel a strong affinity, mm. then that's the pick me. Okay. If you hear a voice in your head saying, hi, pick me, <laughs> we could do great things together. Run, <laughs> Okay. run away as far and as fast as you can, because that is inhabited. So the difference is the draw, the draw to the crystal versus the actual request, the verbal request. Yeah. yeah if you feel a resonance with it, if it is not talking to you. Right. <laughs> You know, I answered her on Facebook, but there's another piece to the puzzle. You know, I actually went shopping with a student of mine because she has a habit of picking things that are not so great. And we we went through the store and she picked up this and she picked up that. And I was like, Mm-mm, no, <laughs> she's like, but I like it. It's pretty. I'm like, yes, this one is the exact same stone in the exact same cut. And it's still pretty and it won't destroy you. <laughs> For those of us who are empaths. Mm-hmm. What we have a tendency to do that is is not so good when trying to pick a crystal is to entrain with the crystal. In other words, to send your energy, your full amount of your energy to to merge your energy with the crystal. And that is not the right way to pick a crystal. Okay. In fact, that is a way to pick a bad crystal pretty consistently. And I don't mean a bad crystal, but not a good crystal for you. Yeah. Okay. And if it happens to be harboring something, it's a good way to get possessed. Yeah. So what you want to do instead, think about a snake putting its tongue out to taste the air. Okay. Right. You want to put a tendril of your energy to the crystal and taste it. Mm -hmm. and see what that taste of that energy is. So that requires that you pull your energy field in Mm -hmm. to below the surface of your skin before you pick the crystal up so that it's not inside your field. Mm -hmm. And you don't even have to pick the crystal up to do this. Although if it's on a, if it's on a table with a whole bunch of other crystals, it might be easier to have it separated. You pick it up after you've pulled your energy field in so that it can't be in your field already. And then you just send a tendril of energy out to taste it and say, okay, what is the energy? What do you do? What is the energy that you you work with? What are you good for? Okay. The crystal she had picked up, if I remember correctly, was like all chaos energy. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, that would have worked great for me because yeah. I do a lot of magic with chaos energy, but the last thing she needs right now <laughs> is chaos energy in her life. <laughs> the one that I had picked up for her was much more solidifying and healing and grounding and, you know, same stone, different energies because of the way that the crystal had grown. Right. There we go. Crystal buying tips from Kelly. Yay. All right, folks. And if you have questions like this or anything else, or if you've got tales that you want to tell Kelly about your magical mock-ups, or (laughs) if you have an interest in being a listener profile, we've talked about this for the last couple of episodes, but you also want want people to come on so that we can do listener profiles, right? Yes. And we've got one coming up soon. Yeah, exactly. So if you've got any of these things that you want to reach out to Kelly and and say hello, then do that by emailing her. Her email is Kelly, K-E-L-L-E at KellySparta.com. And you can email her any of this stuff or just to say hello. That's fine too. Or you can reach out to me on Facebook. Um, If you like the Facebook page, you can do it through there. The Facebook page is Kelly Sparta Enterprises, correct? 
Yes, yep. Kelly Sparta Enterprises. Um, know that if you try to message me directly, it will eventually get to me, but I don't always remember to look at the ones of people I'm not connected to. Yeah. So if you want to actually know that you're going to get a quick response from me, send send the request through the page because that will get to me. Right. I won't have to look at, you know, oh, you don't know these people because yep. I get a lot of people I don't know trying to write to me. Yep. And most of them are, you know, spammers from Nigeria. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't check it much. Exactly. So. But another way that they could connect to you is by getting on your newsletter mailing list. And right now, especially, there's a lot of great stuff coming out through that that mailing list. And you get some discounts too. Fantastic. Yeah. When you're on the the mailing list, you'll get access to discounts. You get special things like what's going on in the ethers right now and instructions on how to deal with it and things like that, as well as discounts on different things for specials that I'm running and notification of events that are coming up and things like that. Speaking of which, I have a retreat coming up called Claim Your Gifts. And it is all about stepping into the fullness of the expression of yourself and being able to let go of any restrictions that you've got to being the fullness of who you are and being able to really claim you as someone who has something of value to offer to the world. It's a transformational retreat. Mm -hmm. It takes place over the course of two days and it is June 29th and 30th in Natick, Massachusetts, which is just outside of Boston. Mm -hmm. When I say it's a transformational retreat, there's, there's something very interesting about the transformational retreats. Okay. When you go into a transformational retreat, you go in as one person and you come out as someone else. That's the definition of a transformational retreat. And so when you go in, you get the opportunity to choose who you want to become and you get to choose how deep you want to dive. Mm-hmm. One of the things that's unique about what we do is that we have the program written, but Two weeks before the event, we actually go in and test every single experiential process against the energy of every single participant to make sure that it's going to work for everyone. And if it doesn't work for even one person, we will rewrite it and then test it against everyone again, because we want to guarantee that the process is going to work. Wow! And so it is literally custom designed around the people who have signed up. So that is something that you will not find in any other venue that I am aware of. And they can get more information about this on the webpage for the retreat, right? Yes. And the URL for that, you created the bit.ly, which makes it easier for people. And that's uh, bit.ly forward slash CY gifts, claim your gifts, C-Y-G-I-F-T-S, all lowercase. Yes, all lowercase. So there's still space available as of the recording of this podcast. Yes. And uh, this particular one is less expensive than what most of the others will be because we are training some of our facilitators in this program. And so we're making it less expensive so that we can have more participants in. And, you know, there'll be support staff for this. Mm-hmm. We're, Kathy and I are still running it fully, but we're, we've been training people for coming up on, you know, two years soon. You know, we're getting them started in the process. Excellent. So that's June 29th and 30th of this year, 2019 in Natick, Massachusetts. And it's Claim Your Gifts Retreat. And it's yep. bit.ly forward slash C-Y-G-I-F-T-S, all lowercase. Yeah. And the registration price goes up over time. So don't wait to look it up. This episode is airing on the 31st, 
which means that you'll have just under just about two weeks to get in on the super early bird price if you decide that you want to do it. Okay. That's cool stuff. Very cool. And, you know, something that we've talked about before, but is, I think, a little bit relevant and more than a little bit relevant with what we were talking about today. Just a reminder about your energy scan service when when you're involved in these energetic don'ts, you can help. Yeah. So um, one of the specials that that you would have gotten if you'd been on the mailing list was uh, I I did a special for Mercury Retrograde on my energy scan. And what I'm discovering as I'm doing these scans for people, because I'm I'm doing a bunch of scans right now, is that because the energies that are coming in right now are so hot, they're just like so much, the way that the scans work is is similar to a healing process where you can't move something that isn't ready to move. For the scans, the same sort of thing applies, whereas, you know, I'll get information and the information that I get is the stuff that you're willing to hear in the next few months. Mm-hmm. What's happening during this period when I've been doing all these scans is I'm getting so much more information right now than I usually do. And it's because the energy is there to help people shift it more quickly. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of this stuff is coming up and people are willing to look at it. And so if, if you're thinking about an energy scan, this is really the time to do it while the energies are high. Oh, that's good to know. So they can sign up for an energy scan at kellysparta.com. Yes. It's under the services section. Under the services section. Awesome. Spiritual diagnostic and energy scan is what it's called. Fantastic. Lots of good stuff in this episode this week. Lots of information to learn, lots of things coming up, um, a lot of fun this week. And folks, if you also had fun, then we want to remind you to wherever you're listening to the podcast, subscribe and rate the show. Let us know what you think. Um, Help to share it with your friends, whether that's on social media or word of mouth or however you want to introduce They're in a group, yeah, however you want to introduce people to this and and what Kelly's doing here. It's a great opportunity for people to get involved. Okay, that is all that we have time for this week. Be sure to join us next time as Kelly adds yet another chapter into your beginner's guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Joey C. here with Kelly Sparta, and you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. Bye. Each mile I travel over 13,000 now, so I leave behind a little fear. Spirit Trippa is the sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to creativecommons.org. Any requests for deviations to this licensing should be sent to K-E-L-L-E at K-E-L-L-E-S-P-A-R-T-A dot com. That's Kelly at kellysparta.com. To sign up or to get more information on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to kellysparta.com. This episode of Spirit Trippa has been produced by Honu Voice Productions. Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since... You seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space 
and you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.